0: Hello everybody and welcome to the Geek News Daily Podcast, your source for the daily top technology headlines. This is episode number 43 for December 3rd, 2008. No real announcements today, so we'll go, go ahead and get right into the headlines. Apparently Nintendo makes $6 on every Wii. According to some analysts, Nintendo makes $6 on every Wii console compared to the Xbox 360 in which Microsoft makes nothing, they're just breaking even, and Sony with the PS3, which apparently they're selling at a, at a loss, largely because of the built-in Blu-ray player. The iPhone has taken 16.6% of the world's smartphone market. Real news here is just how much the Symbian operating system has dropped in the past year or so. Uh, Windows Vista Service Pack 2 has been announced, or, well, we all knew, always knew it was coming, but the features and fixes have been announced. There's some nice little f- features that are coming here, but I don't know. It, supposedly, I think starting tomorrow, I believe, it's supposed to hit for... The beta is supposed to hit for MSDN and TechNet subscribers. So you can check that out, play with it, see if it's any good. Uh, Let's see if I can bring up a list of some of the new features that are supposed to be or or some of the features and fixes that are supposed to be in Service Pack 2. Okay, here we go. It looks like in Service Pack 2, it's going to have like a built-in Hyper-V, Hypervisor, event logging support, and SPC fixes for DRM issues with Windows Media Player upgrades. Uh, yeah, some kind of a feature pack for the wireless, and functionality to reduce resources required for sidebar gadgets and improve power settings for Windows Server 2008. And there's a whole big list of features. Check those in the show notes at geeknewsdaily.com. The links there it takes you to the Gizmodo article that has a whole big list of some of the improvements in Service Pack 2. Okay, the next story, a list, the list of most downloaded iPhone apps has been released. Apparently, Apple has gone and released the list of most downloaded iPhone apps. Uh, I believe the top paid app is some kind of a Pond program, followed by a Texas Hold'em game. For the top free downloads is Pandora Radio and the Facebook app. It breaks it down by all kinds of different categories. Top paid games, top free games, top paid entertainment, top free entertainment, top paid utilities, free utilities, social networking, and among others. So, feel free to check out li- that list if you're curious to see what everybody's spending money for or downloading for free off of the iTunes app store. Uh, here's a interesting concept. Charging your laptop with your feet. Came across a story yesterday where apparently there's a concept out there that should be com- that could be coming out in the near future where you can power your laptop with your feet. I guess you just bounce your foot up and down on some kind of a pedal to generate el- electricity for your laptop, so that way you have power for your laptop no matter where you are. Interesting concept, although I'm curious to see when this comes out and how much it'll cost. I got a couple of mobile stories here mainly from T-Mobile. Apparently these soft data caps could be returning. When the G1 came out or when it was announced or both. Apparently there were some 1 gigabyte there was a 1 gigabyte month a month soft data cap which after you hit that point would slow your connection down to a 50 kilobyte per second trickle. But then they took that away after there got to be a huge uproar over it. Well, now it looks like it could be coming back. This is an unconfirmed report, but supposedly the new cap is 10 gigabytes, which is fairly reasonable for mobile data, because that's over 300 megabytes a day, and before it would then kick down to the 50 kilobytes per second speed. And... apparently that's still part of the all-you-can-eat data plan, which is $35 a month, but you after the 10 gigabytes you just get your data at a really slow speed. But Anyway, I guess if you're a G1 subscriber, uh, user or use any of T-Mobile's services, I guess that's something to be aware of, but that's really a generous cap, I think, for mobile data so you shouldn't have to be too worried about that unless you're using it for doing a lot of tethering or streaming lots of music or something to your phone. Uh, Next G-Mobile or next T-Mobile G1 story. Apparently you can't turn off internet access on the G1 which has resulted in a huge roaming fee for somebody. Saw this, picked this story up off of Gizmodo. Apparently a guy went to the UK and beforehand he had called T-Mobile to have some of his services like data roaming and fe- and stuff turned off, but it turns out even with data roaming and stuff turned off, still the phone is still accessing the internet, which en- ended up with this guy getting a $102.85 data roaming charge for his phone. And that's with data roaming, data sync, and 3G all turned off. I guess it comes out to approximately 15 cents every three to seven minutes on average for, I guess, the time that he was over there. And not all of that was from calls and texts. So, I guess if you have a G1, that's something to be aware of, especially if you're going to be doing any traveling overseas. Uh, Blockbuster is looking to stream movies to Windows Mobile via Live Mesh. That's an interesting play, anyway. Apparently, in order to try and compete with Netflix, apparently Blockbuster is going to st- is hoping to start streaming movies to Windows Mobile. I don't see really why you'd want to stream movies on a, on a phone, but okay. And I'm not real sure why it would use Live Mesh, either. But interesting idea nonetheless. So keep a wa- keep an eye out for that, especially if you're a Blockbuster user. And I am not. I am now a Netflix subscriber. Not that it matters. Anyway, in another mobile story, Nokia has unveiled the N97. I suppose I've heard a lot of stuff about this. Apparently, there's even a video now at the link that's in the show notes. But it's basically in a, just another smartphone. If you've used any of the Nokias, I hear are really nice. Supposedly this one apparently this one has a full keyboard and everything that apparently has kind of like a Nokia N800 kind of a, of a feel to it, or N810 or whatever. So if you're looking for a new device, or a new Nokia phone, you might want to check this out. Apparently, it's, it's going to launch with a retail price of Five hundred and fifty Euros, which is about six hundred and ninety three dollars American. And apparently it's supposed to ship in the first quarter of two thousand and nine. But it's got a three and a half inch screen which is a six forty by three sixty resolution, sixteen by nine aspect ratio screen. And it's got a three and a half millimeter headphone jack, thirty two gigabytes of onboard memory with micro S D expansion, so It'd it'd be nice. And apparently, it's capable of like DVD quality video at 30 frames per second, so I guess it would certainly, it could be certainly worth the really hefty price. But I guess it just kind of depends on how much you're looking to spend. Apparently, Sony has released the 2.53 firmware for the PS3. I don't think there's a whole lot of anything that's really special in the new firmware other than you can now have Flash videos in full screen. So apparently now you can watch YouTube videos in full screen. I don't know, I've heard a lot of people try and watch Hulu videos on it. I don't know, I would assume you could now do that in full screen. Although I personally have never been able to get Hulu videos to work in the PS3 browser. I don't know why, but whenever I try to go to stream a Hulu video, it just freezes up the browser. Hopefully you'll have better luck than I do. And maybe even this new firmware will fix that, who knows. In our final story, apparently Pioneer has showed off a sixteen layer four hundred gigabyte Blu-ray disc. And it and what's really surprising is that it's compatible with all existing Blu-ray players. Apparently this won't hit mass production until sometime between now and twenty ten while writable versions won't hit until between 2010 and 2012. But I guess for companies that really need 400 gigabytes of storage, on I guess you can look forward to this. Although consumers won't be seeing any writable f- versions that they can use for data backup or anything for a couple of years yet. Apparently a w- a one terabyte disk is also on track for 2013, so I don't know, curious to see if that'll be backwards, if that'll be, it'll play in current players or not, but if they can get 16 layers to play in a current version for 400 gigs, I can't, I can't see why it wouldn't, so, I don't know, that's a ways away, but you never know what'll happen, who knows, with any luck, it might be, Blu-ray might be cheap by then. I've got a Blu-ray player, but I have no Blu-ray movies because the movies themselves are so expensive. Anyway... For the cool link of the day, I have a bookshelf that splits in half to store to store extra books. It's an interesting concept. Make sure to check this out. The, the more books you put on it, the farther the shelf splits in half to hold more books. And for the bargain of the day, well, I don't... I actually, at the time of this recording, I don't have anything. I kind of forgot about it. Although... I will have something up there here real soon, so it'll still be in the show notes. Actually, you know what? For the bargain of the day, I'm going to send you to woot.com, which apparently has an electric guitar and a 5-watt amp, as well as an instructional DVD for $90. I guess So if you're looking to get into guitar playing, that's a good place to start. So, check that out. I will make sure that's in the show notes before I get the show up. But anyway, that's the show for today. Don't forget to follow me on Twitter at twitter.com slash pcnerd37. And as well as on FriendFeed at friendfeed.com slash pcnerd37. And don't forget to check out the show notes at geeknewsdaily.com. And you're always welcome to leave comments at geeknewsdaily.com. Or you can always email them to me at pcnerd37 at geeknewsdaily.com. For Geek News Daily, I'm your host, Jeremy Bray. And thanks for listening. Later.